0: What well, couldn't we do, Blue Moon of Kentucky? Blue Moon of Kentucky, keep on shining, shining.
1: six string hayride podcast a journey through the world of classic country music with your hosts chris wayne scott and jim o'malley we will be covering all of the great topics in country music from mama to prison to dancing to drinking to guitar picking to all the crazy deal with the devil hockey talking stuff you do on saturday night and how you try to get it past your lord on sunday morning. So climb aboard the cart and let's go.
2: Who do you think of when you hear, there must be some kind of way out of here, said the joker to the thief. If you're like many people, you think of Jimi Hendrix.
0: There must be some kind of way out of here, said the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief.
2: Perhaps you even know that this is a Bob Dylan song.
0: Businessmen drink my wine. Plow dig my earth. None of them along the line. Nobody of it is worth.
2: A cover often surpasses the original to such an extent that the song itself becomes associated with the new artist. Here's one incredibly famous example in country music, Hurt by Johnny Cash.
0: I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain,
1: the only thing that's real. Chris hits on a very common theme in all sorts of popular music. I think one of the other classic examples would be when you have to take a step back and realize that Respect was written by Otis Redding. and then aretha franklin got her fantastic voice all over that record and you know thank you otis for writing the song but i think aretha will take it from here And with Blue Moon of Kentucky, you really have the perfect example of this phenomena in a country music song. Blue Moon of Kentucky is one of those classic American songbook standards at this point. And it's a unique creation at the beginning of the bluegrass movement by a musician that I've really come to appreciate and learn a lot about because of Chris's passion for this man's music. And that man is Bill Monroe. Shine
0: on the one that's gone and and too Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone and let me blue
2: So climb on board the cart and let's take a trip to the Bluegrass State
0: look man this grass is alabama creeping being as opposed to georgia creeping being
1: it's lighter you know a lot about golf i know even more about grass kentucky is famous for kentucky bluegrass which is in fact from europe and northern asia It was brought to the continental future United States by the Spanish. And it's been known to grow as distant as, again, Northern Asia and Morocco. It is high-maintenance grass, but it is also well-known for being very sturdy and thriving in either shade or poor weather. And since we're talking about the tradition and Bill Monroe really, you know, creates a traditional kind of music, he creates a song in Blue Moon of Kentucky that's an American standard, it's got really solid, old-timey, classic credentials all around. Kentucky bluegrass is currently being used at Yankee Stadium, at Wrigley Field here in Chicago and at the Shrine of American Football Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So as classic and an American standard as Bill Monroe is, his Kentucky bluegrass is right there with him. Blue Moon of Kentucky builds on a tradition in storytelling and songwriting that begins for popular music in 1934 with the song blue moon written by richard rogers and lorenz hart famous songwriting duo in american music blue moon the rogers and hart song becomes very popular through the late 30s and early 40s bill monroe had heard the song he had to be aware of it Uh, again It had been out a good dozen years by the time that Monroe writes and records Blue Moon of Kentucky. It's a safe guess that the song was somewhere in the back of his mind as Monroe creates what becomes Blue Moon of Kentucky. The Rodgers and Hart song, Blue Moon, I think to most people comes through its most popular cover version. Uh, Arranged as a doo wop number by the Marcells.
0: And
1: the vocal on that is amazing. It's an excellent representation of the doo wop era. The song itself blue moon kind of creates what becomes a very common symbol in pop music a blue moon itself is a very real thing it's very rare a blue moon occurs about once every 33 months or seven times every 19 years according to the fine folks at NASA who study these things, it's about four times in every hundred years that you will get two blue moons in the same calendar year. So what is it? There are these rare occasions where the moon appears to be blue. In most cases, this is because of a haze in the atmosphere created by dust particles, very often created by the remnants of volcanic eruptions, wildfires, anything that produces a great amount of haze and dust particles in the atmosphere that really serves as a filter for how we perceive the light being reflected off the moon. But remember. The moon does not create its own light. The moon reflects light from the sun onto the earth. Now, in literature, in storytelling, in symbolism, sunlight pretty much has one definition it is a positive, it is an affirming symbol of life, it is something that life needs to thrive and survive. The moon a lot more open-ended in terms of how it gets used as symbolism the moon can be a peaceful soothing romantic type symbol think of that old pop song mr moonlight from the early 60s that the beatles made very famous with their cover version of The moon offers a symbol of, again, calm, soothing, peaceful, nighttime-type emotions, but it's also night, dark, in absence of the sun. So the moon is often very well used as a symbol of Sadness, or of something fading from the world of the living. And the color blue, very common and popular usage and symbolism in art, blue is often a sad color. We have a whole type of music appropriately named the blues. It deals with the sadness, the difficulty of the human condition. So we put those two symbols together, the blue and the moon. It's definitely a sadness, definitely a regret or reflection type mood. What Bill Monroe does with the story in Blue Moon of Kentucky is just absolute genius.
0: China, let's go.
1: He takes the idea of the blue appearance of the moon as something to shine on sadness, on loss, on a lover who has left. We're not putting the positive glowing life-affirming symbol of sunlight onto a situation I know gone
0: and me blue.
1: everybody wants to get married on a bright sunny day that's the look of the optimism in romance and love but a blue light certainly moonlight something that occurs at nighttime a lot more somber a lot more sense of loss. Monroe comes right out and tells us Blue moon, shine on the one that's gone and proved untrue. He's definitely calling this woman out for her lack of loyalty, for her lack of fidelity. He then says, it's on a moonlight night, stars shining bright, love says goodbye. Think of those kind of silhouettes of an animal alone in the moonlight that kind of dark but detailed look that you get. Monroe absolutely nails it. He is creating a mental picture and also an emotional picture, if you really try to think of the idea of a sad light shining on somebody, bluish, it's a reflection of sunlight, it's, it's secondhand sunlight, it's not the warmth of the sun itself. And Monroe really uses this image in a repetitive way throughout the song. The lyrics don't change very much. It's very repetitive, but it just keeps hammering home that consistent and constant theme of secondhand light which is Moonlight, it has a blue, a sad color to it. And that is the, the prism. That, that is the view that shapes the singer's assessment of the relationship and of the woman that has left him.
2: You know, Jim, you make a really good point. Uh, and in fact, this is something that we talked about a little bit in my Top 20 episode, Uh, specific to Bill Monroe. There's a lot of songs that are considered standards now that were new at that time, because this is when they were written. And this is one of them. So the song was actually written by Bill Monroe and then recorded originally by his bluegrass boys band. The first known performance of the song was on August 25th, 1945 on the grand Ole Opry. And it wasn't until the following year that Monroe recorded it for Columbia records. The version of the Bluegrass Boys that cut the side for Columbia was the lineup containing Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs. This was before they went on to form their seminal bluegrass band, the Foggy Mountain Boys. Uh, both of them played on the recording, though here it's Monroe who provides all of the vocals. Eight years after this, the song is actually turned into a hit by Elvis Presley. Blue moon,
0: blue moon, blue moon, keep shining bright. Blue moon, keep on shining bright. She gonna bring a back, my baby tonight. Blue moon, keep shining bright.
2: Now, Monroe is purported to have said he didn't like Presley's version, but he changed his mind when the royalty checks started showing up. One interesting note about Monroe's version is that he recorded it as a 3-4 waltz time signature. We've talked about that sort of time signature before when we talked about El Paso, how it's just a little bit slower in plotting, but it also allows for some really good story building. Elvis, on the other hand, turned this into a straight 4-4 rocker, and Elvis' version then surpasses Monroe by such a margin that Monroe later performed the song starting in 3-4 before switching to
0: 4-4. Blue moon up Kentucky, keep on shining, shining.
2: Monroe's version is Kentucky's official state bluegrass song. Other versions of the song have been cut by the Stanley Brothers, Paul McCartney, uh, and John Fogerty, among many others. <laughs>
0: So in 1954,
1: a good seven or eight years after Bill Monroe has the song out there, and of course, Blue Moon of Kentucky becomes a huge hit, very popular song especially in the South, where Elvis spends his childhood. So in the middle of one of those early Sun record recording sessions, they would occasionally goof around with songs that were popular of the day. And that's kind of how they stumbled across That's Alright Mama, which had been previously done as a blues number. And Blue Moon of Kentucky, again, it's out there, well-known song. Uh, pretty much anybody that plays an instrument at home probably has picked it up. This is an era where you can go out and buy the sheet music for the songs. And it, the song is finding its way into the American classic songbook. So the story goes that as they're goofing around during one of these early sun sessions, Bill Black, the bass player, starts goofing around with Blue Moon of Kentucky. And of course, Elvis knows the words scotty moore is a fantastic all-around musician he just jumps in virtuoso guitar performance on this record by scotty moore And one of the things that really defines bluegrass is the picking, the jamming, the overall great craft of being the guitar player, being the mandolin player in Bill Monroe's case. So I I think it's really true to the original spirit of the song in the way that you have the musicianship of Scotty Moore and the guitar picking really just being pepped-up, hot-rodded version of Bill Monroe and that incredible mandolin style of his. Elvis does change it up into 4-4, which makes perfect sense because if you are an early rockabilly band, you're going for a beat, you're going for people on the dance floor, you are going for quick hits to the audience, you're not really playing long shows. And once the royalty money starts coming in, and Bill Monroe realizes that, okay, not only is this a good business thing for me, but there is a musical quality to Elvis's version as well.
0: We've been doing some of the songs on our new album, and I'd like to do an old timer that I wrote back in 46 and recorded it, and this was Elvis Presley's first song out on record. This number is entitled Blue Moon of Kentucky. Shine on the one it's
1: gone and them on up, Kentucky keep on shining. Monroe in live performance takes the song about halfway through and gets out of that 3-4 kind of loopy waltz time and kicks the second half of the song up into 4-4 four, four, gives it a lot more drive <laughs>
0: Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gonna prove them true. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gonna let me bloom If it on, I'm gonna The stars shining bright. I was put around my heart. Your love said goodbye. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gonna say goodbye.
1: Monroe creates something that is so accessible and friendly to guitar players that Chet Atkins... And then Brian Setzer create wonderful instrumental versions of the song. Monroe also creates something tailor-made for great singers. Both Rose
0: Maddox
1: and Patsy Cline create incredible covers of Blue Moon of Kentucky.
0: I said blue moon of Kentucky, keep on a shining. Shine on the one that's gone and let me blue. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on a shining. Shine on the one that's gone and let me.
1: The song also has a huge life as part of the typical repertoire for garage bands across the country. If you have any interest in rockabilly or early days of rock and roll, Blue Moon of Kentucky is part of the songbook that you learn. In the mid to late 1950s, as Elvis was becoming a huge influence on some young guys from Liverpool, England, early Beatles think when it's just John, Paul and George got a lot of mileage out of blue moon of Kentucky. So much so that in 1994, when McCartney, George Harrison and Ringo Starr briefly reunite as a trio to produce the Beatles anthology series. Some of the home movies from those sessions include Paul and George and Ringo getting into a quick little garage band version of Blue Moon of Kentucky.
0: Well, couldn't we do Blue Moon to Kentucky? Man. Well, uh, Blue Moon. No. Yeah, I mean, he's got the chords. What's the opening? Hey, uh, bye. Well, just a short version Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Keep it shining bright. Blue Moon. Keep on shining bright. My baby back tonight. Blue Moon. Keep it shining bright. I said blue moon I'll talk you just keep on shining shine on the wall that's gonna let me blue, well, blue moon, I can't talk. you just keep on shining shine on the wall that's gonna let me blue
1: the song has an extraordinary reach to musicians in all genres it's just a truly brilliant piece of music.
2: But here we have one of, if not the preeminent bluegrass song, and it's done at a slow waltz tempo. It's so out of character with many of the better known songs in the genre. And yet it works perfectly. Something else I'd like to touch on is one of the things we've said Many times here on the Hayride is if you like something, you should go back and discover what their influences were and then keep on working backwards. And when we're talking about Elvis, you have an amazing ability to do this because he he serves it to you on a plate. Just look at that first single "For son. You have That's All Right Mama. Of course, a song made famous in the world of blues by Big Boy Crudup.
0: Well, that's all right, mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, mama. Just any way you do, that's all right. That's all right.
2: And on the other side, you have Blue Moon of Kentucky, which we've been talking about.
0: I said, blue moon of Kentucky, just to keep on shining, shine on the one that's gone and left me blue. I said, blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining, shine on the one that's gone and left me blue.
2: You know, Hayride listeners could spend days weeks maybe months just listening to elvis's music and then working backwards to what influenced him and then working forwards to who elvis himself influenced so many bands like the beatles or the rolling stones the grateful dead you will hear them mention elvis at times how you know they they loved his early music or they wanted to be a rock star just like elvis and-
0: well i did-
1: after hearing all that, we probably need to sit down and have a drink. We've got one coming from the John Wayne Cocktail Guide. And this week's drink is called the Flying Tiger.
0: Where do we go, Davey? To the town or to the fort? No fort, it's an old mission. You better take a better look. A lot of people moving in there. Them guns don't give a no mission look to me. Colonel, what do C-A-N-T-I-N-A spell? Cantina. Do it mean what I think it do? It do. It means out of these deerskins and into our boobar <laughs> Chris Orlando
1: Forest.
2: This episode's drink is the Flying Tiger. This of course comes from the movie, The Flying Tigers. Now, when I was a kid, this was one of my favorite John Wayne war movies, still is to this day. For this drink, you're going to need 2 ounces of bourbon whiskey, 3 quarters of an ounce of Aperol, half an ounce of yuzu juice, a quarter ounce of Luxardo Maraschino liqueur, one small dash of soy sauce, and a grapefruit peel for garnish. Shake the ingredients with ice and strain into a cocktail glass. Garnish with a grapefruit peel. Enjoy.
0: Listen to the story now. Left a good job in, in the city. city. Working for the man every night and day. But and I day. never and I was worried about the way the things might
2: have And unfortunately, just before we were getting ready to record this evening, uh, the news broke that Tina Turner had passed away at the age of 83.
1: Tina Turner has been for many years one of the great voices in popular music. She has certainly been incredibly influential on A lot of people, her dancing style and her style as a lead singer, as a front person, had a huge influence on Mick Jagger. Ike and Tina Turner were the opening act for several Rolling Stones concerts in the late 60s and early 70s. Tina's influence on Mick Jagger is impossible to ignore. Tina Turner's influence and personality were so huge and well-respected amongst her fellow musicians that the Waylon Jennings song, Good-Hearted Woman, In Love with a Two-Timing Man, was written specifically for Tina Turner. Waylon Jennings had seen some press about Ike and Tina. It was pretty well known that Ike was mistreating her and cheating on her. When Waylon Jennings sees the story about Tina Turner, being referred to as a good-hearted woman. Well, being the genius that he was, the song just popped into his head. And sure enough, Good-Hearted Woman comes a very popular song. It's an incredible creation on Waylon Jennings' part. And Tina Turner herself did a really fine version of it.
0: She got- Good time to good mama,
1: in, good time in 1991, she's inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ike Turner was rightfully in jail at the time, and Tina decided not to attend. In 1993, her life story comes out in the terms of a movie called What's Love Got to Do With It? The film stars Angela Bassett as Tina Turner. The movie and the soundtrack are a huge success. And then in 1995, Tina gets one of the Unique honors for a singer in the pop music world. Uh, much like Shirley Bassey in the early 1960s, who was a big influence on Tina, Tina gets to record the theme song for a James Bond movie. GoldenEye, the first of the Pierce Brosnan movies, comes out in 1995. Bono and The Edge from U2 write the theme song and Tina sings like nobody else can.
0: See reflections on the water more than darkness in the depths. See him surface and never a shadow. On the wind I feel his breath go. As
2: always, we'd like to remind you to email us at sixstringhayride at yahoo.com. Six is spelled out. You can also search us uh, on Facebook as Six String Hayride. Or what we'd really appreciate you doing is finding us on Patreon under Six String Hayride as well. So Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Six String Hayride. Again, six is spelled out. And of course, listeners, when you're emailing us, since we're giving you drink recipes on these mini rides, we'd really enjoy it if you'd give us your idea of how to create a six-string hayride drinking game. What phrase do we say too much or too often or just enough that you think should be your cue to drink and hopefully not die?
1: Well, folks, thanks again for joining your hosts, Chris Wainscott and Jim O'Malley on the six-string Hayride. Classic country podcast. We are here for all of your classic country, rockabilly, early rock and roll, little gospel, little blues, a lot of excellent country music themed recipes. And basically, we are here to keep your musical circle rocking, bopping, and very much unbroken. So thank you for sticking with us. We will see you down the road real soon. And again, whether it's in your home, in your community, wherever it is you do your thing, keep your circle unbroken. Stay well, stay safe, and we'll see you real soon.
0: Oh, can the circle be unbroken by and by Lord? So I'm gonna join the family circle at the throne no the circle won't be broken by and by lord by and by remember the force will be with you
2: always